I'm gonna switch off. Hello, I'm Lenny. Hi. Hey. Oh my gosh, I'm anxiety. Is everything okay? You're in my son. Power stays in the shadow. Unlikely. Literally scared to death. That's my weakness. <laughs> I don't think so. Movie news. Nobody's gonna notice you. That's your job. No offense. With Gareth Daly. I mean, some taking. So, Gareth, we have a lot of Irish news to feature this week. A pretty exciting week. A good week indeed for Killian Murphy, BAFTA nominated, and a film he is starring in and producing. Had a nice bit of news this week too. Tell us more. Yeah, it's going to open the Berlin International Film Festival. It's called Small Things Like These. That'll, that name will uh, be familiar to people because the film is based on the novel of the same name by author Claire Keegan, who's having a good run on the yeah. big screen when you consider on Colleen Kuhn mm. as well. So this movie is set in an Irish town in 1985. It follows a coal and timber merchant, Bill Furlong, who's played uh, by Killian Murphy in the lead up to Christmas as he struggles with his conscience and then the fear of standing up to the church powers upon discovering the local convent's treatment of unmarried mothers and their babies. You've got a really good cast here, Eileen Walsh, uh, you've got Emily Watson and Kieran Hines also starring Fantastic. in it. So to open the Berlin Film Festival, I mean, that's a that's a great start to it. It did film in New, New Ross for four weeks back in early 2023 and it has uh, producers listed on it as, as you said, Killian Murphy, Alan Maloney, Catherine McGee, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck Interesting. Uh, on the producers mm. list as well. There Looking you go. forward to seeing that and that's a really big deal to have that opening in Berlin. We wish them well. Now we're staying with Irish actors. Tell us about Task. Task is a new HBO crime drama and it's from Brad Inglesby who would have been responsible for Mayor of Easttown. Yeah. Very, very successful. Mark Ruffalo is set to lead the crime drama which is set in a working class suburb outside Philadelphia and it follows an FBI agent, Tom, who heads up a task force attending to put an end to a series of drug house robberies led by an unsuspecting family man. The great news here is that you have two wonderful Irish actors cast in the series as well. Alison Oliver, who we know from Conversations with Friends and Saltburn is, is cast uh, to portray Lizzie, an underperforming state police officer. Great. And then you have Sam Keeley, who people will know from Kin yes. uh, as well. I worked with Sam only recently on a, on a short film wrecker as well. Great actor. He's going to play the leader of a local crime organisation at the centre of the killing. So it's going to begin filming in March. It's set in the sort of same universe. This is the thing that I find really curious hmm. here. Set in the same universe as Ingleby's previous HBO limited series, The Mayor of Town, starring Kate Winslet. So that okay. means it's kind of going to be, yeah, quite a quite an interesting uh, take on things. Great. I love Mark Ruffalo too. That, that sounds like yeah. a super cast. Okay, that is fantastic. Fantastic. Now, um, our own Pierce Brosnan is going to be honoured. He's going to be honoured at the 18th annual Oscar Wilde Awards. This is the event that's organised by the US-Ireland Alliance to celebrate the work of those from Ireland and elsewhere who contributed to film, television and music. It's returning to its traditional slot just ahead of the Academy Awards. It's a lovely event though, isn't it? You've been at it a few times, haven't you? I've been at it a few times. Lovely event. As I say, casual event. It's the fun event in the lead up to the Oscars. And it takes place at uh, Bad Robot that's J.J. Abrams and Katie McGrath's uh, production company so uh, it always attracts a notable list of celebrities and people that are on the Oscar trail as well so it's a good fun event Richie Bainham the Dublin born visual effects and uh, animation specialist who's won Academy Awards himself for the likes of Avatar is also going to receive an Oscar Wilde and it all takes place on March 7th 
Excellent. Now, uh, if you're in Northern Ireland, keep an eye out for some dragons. Yeah, because (laughs) the live action version of How to Train Your Dragon is filming there. And this is after a lot of delays. I mean, they were meant to be shooting. They built the sets and everything. And of course, you then had the SAG after strike, which delayed it. Uh, But yeah, look, this was such a successful animation series. And to think now that they're doing a live action version of it. Same director as well. Dean DeGlaw is directing. And... uh, You've got some of the cast as well because Jared Butler is going to be uh, reprising his role as Hiccup's father in the movie as well. So it's filming in Belfast uh, at Titanic Studios and it's not the first of kind of fantasy films because you did have the likes of Dungeons and Dragons uh, mm. film there as well and of course we all know the Game of Thrones. It's definitely uh, a dragon's there. theme going on, so, isn't there? Though? Absolutely, there you go. <laughs> all right, a lovely honour for composer John Williams this week. Yeah, this took place on Thursday uh, at the Sony lot in Culver City um, which was the MGM lot going back many Mm. years ago and they have named uh, a building after John Williams there. This is the studio's musical building. So he's 91, of course best known for so many scores such as Star Wars and uh, how many films of Steven Spielberg? What, 29 films at this stage? Yeah, probably and counting. (laughs) Yeah, so they were, he was there alongside J.J. Abrams and that as they unveiled this building. I liked the speech from John Williams um, at the unveiling he mm. said this is the alley where Steven Spielberg de-stresses but it's also the alley where I stress <laughs> <laughs> and he said that the building kind of goes back a long way in his prof- even before his professional career because he said the first time I came to the studio was in 1940 when my b- father brought me here to show me this soundstage I was about 9 or 10 years old and I joked someday this will all oh, be mine isn't that lovely <laughs> Yeah, oh, it is. It's so. a lovely honour to have that named after him. Really nice honour. Yeah, oh, very great, good. Great studio, full of history, and now his name's on a building. I like it, I like it. OK, what trailer have you chosen for us? So we have a movie with Adam Sandler in space, alone, with his thoughts, mm-hmm. and a possible imaginary friend. Take a listen to this. This is Spaceman. On behalf of the Eurospace programme, 189 days into your solo journey... Commander Prohatska, how are you feeling? What I'm doing is for everyone back home, and that makes me very proud. And your wife, Lenka, of course. I'm sure she's looking forward to having your home safe and sound. He's not doing well. He misses his wife. Yeah, that's a clip from Spaceman. Now, this is an interesting one, Garrett, because as you said, it's Adam Sandler alone in space, or is he? (laughs) Because if you watch the rest of the trailer, and I would urge listeners to watch the rest of it, it takes a whole different turn. Basically, he's (laughs) on his own and then he discovers a possibly imaginary giant alien spider who becomes his unlikely companion. It's a very strange premise. I was watching it going, oh... And then you've, you know, someone as brilliant as Kerry Mulligan turning up on it. And it's, you yeah. say, it's the director of Chernobyl. Like, it's a good old lineup, but it looks really odd. Well, it's going to be playing at the Berlin International Film Festival and then it's going to be released on Netflix on March 1st. But do have a look at the trailer for Spaceman. Maybe it's brilliant. I don't want to judge anything from its trailer as always. Maybe it's great, but it's a very strange looking trailer. (laughs) Check it out, lads. It's it's called Spaceman. Let's come to new releases in cinemas and the biggie this weekend is The Holdovers. You don't tell a boy that's been left behind at Christmas that nobody wants him? What's wrong with you? There's nobody here, okay? You stay out of my way, and I'll stay out of yours. 
Yes, Gareth, that's The Holdovers. This is from acclaimed director Alexander Payne. It follows a teacher played by Paul Giamatti at a New England prep school who's forced to remain on campus during Christmas break to babysit a handful of students with nowhere to go. Set in the early 70s, have a, has a lovely old feel to it mm. and some great performances in there. I really like this movie. Oh, it is a fantastic movie. Do you know what? I haven't heard a bad word said against it and that's quite something, isn't it? I mean, just go and see it. It is a fantastic movie. And I mentioned before about it that I I feel that the trailer doesn't do it any favours. It makes it look kind of a little bit schmaltzy, but it's really good. It's so beautifully acted. I mean, Paul Giamatti was born to play this role. (laughs) He's so grumpy in it. But it's sort of a three-hander because uh, Divine Joy Randolph, she has been appearing already at award season and an incredible newcomer, Dominic Sessa. I'm dying to see uh, what he does next. But it's just this unlikely bond the three of them form. And it's... It's interesting because it's a Christmas movie, really, because it came out in the US, but it'll, it'll still work in January. It's completely engaging for the duration. It's heartfelt. You know, it's very emotional in spots, but it's terribly funny in spots as well. And you're absolutely right. That 70s vibe in Boston is so beautifully captured. So go see The Holdovers. Absolutely worth watching. What else have we, Garrett? We have The End We Start From. This is based on the acclaimed 2017 dystopian novel. It's a sort of poetic portrayal of family survival. Uh, Jodie Comer stars as a woman who tries to find her way home with her newborn Mm. while an environmental crisis submerges London in floodwaters. Uh, Joel Fry and Benedict Cumberbatch also star in this one. Dystopian is kind of the way to go because we have The Kitchen as well. This is set in a dystopian future London where all social housing has been eliminated and uh, Izzy and Benji fight to navigate the world as residents of The Kitchen, a community that refuses to abandon their home. Daniel Kalulu co-writes and directs uh, this film. We also have a a new version uh, from Broadway to the screen and now to the screen again, Mean Girls. Um, So this is uh, Katie is a hit with the plastics and A-list girl click at her new school when she makes the mistakes of falling for Aaron, the ex-boyfriend of Alpha Plastic Regina. George, so that's on the big screen as well. And then Werner Herzog's film, which is called The Enigma of Caspar Hauser, is based upon the true and mysterious story of Caspar, a young man who suddenly appeared in Nuremberg in um, 1828, barely able to talk or walk and bearing a strange note. He later explained that he had been held captive in a dungeon of some sort for his entire life that he could remember, and only recently when he was released for unknown reasons. So that's The Enigma of Caspar Hauser. Okay, quite a mixture for us on the big screen this week. What about a TV movie? So we started with Killian Murphy and sure we will finish with Killian Murphy. Now we're Murphy, all about stars, <laughs> yes, in Breakfast on Pluto. Oh, brilliant. Which is set in the 1970s. Patrick Kitten Braden coming of age by leaving uh, her Irish town for London as part uh, to look for her mother and, and because her gender identity is beyond the town's understanding. Good cast mm. in it as well alongside Killian Liam Neeson, Eva Berthissel, Ruth Nega also starring in it based of course on Pat McCade's novel. So Breakfast on Pluto, you can watch it tonight on RT2 and it's on at 11.30. Great stuff, Gareth. Thanks a million. Thanks, Aideen. 